Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you for joining us for another episode of Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I am Bobby O'Rourke. You know, I decided that within the fifth episode of Greetings, the Greeting Card Podcast, perhaps it would be best for me to start our introduction with saying the word greetings. I don't know why I was always saying hello. Bobby, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm now realizing I never fully learned whether we say greeting or greetings when we're introducing the podcast. I always just said it naturally, but I never clocked whether I put the S on the end of greeting. So I just made that mistake now while talking. I'm pretty sure the we are greetings, which is the name of the podcast. And then the bottom is a greeting card podcast. See, I, I knew that. I I got so nervous just now and I thought, oh man, what if I've been saying the podcast name wrong for for weeks and just I would have no idea. You know what? It it doesn't even matter. We can go ahead and change it every single day. We make it all up. We can do whatever we want here. But I was We're gods. We're gods here. You know, yeah, we're we're gods. And you know what? As as deities of this realm, let's go ahead and workshop it together now. I think greetings would be a good name for it. What do you think, Bobby? Do you want greeting the greetings card podcast or greetings the greetings card podcast? I I'm fine with greetings. just as long as we don't give man free will, everything's gravy. Man will never have free will. No, he will always be pulled by our strings. Um, we will make him uh, them from clay. And uh, yeah, then we're going to give them fire. Is that what we're talking about? It's what we're talking about now. And it, you know, it's just simpler that way. No free will. Give them fire. Step three, TB, TBD. TBD. We'll figure it out. Something to do with emotions or love or some kind of crap like that. But free will never going to be the case. Sorry, guys. Better luck next time. Bobby, do you know about the very first greetings cards? God, I'm going to do that the whole time. <laughs> the very first. We're screwed. Did you, uh, the history of greeting cards. Do you want to know or not? I definitely do. On board, Senator. So I decided to first check out the Wikipedia article for greeting cards, which just says greeting card. And after seeing a couple of pretty decent typos under history, I decided to go to its source, which was the Greeting Card Association, which is greetingcard.org. Again, if you would like to watch this website from the comfort of your own home, that's greetingcard.org. And they did a much better job of editing in that there are no typos that I found on Wikipedia. And here is the first paragraph with the history of greeting cards. The history of greeting cards dates back to the ancient Chinese who exchanged messages of goodwill to celebrate a new year, and to early Egyptians who used papyrus scrolls to send greetings. Key dates in greeting card history include, and then it gives us a collection of dates, which we can go through another time or some right now if we'd like. The first one is just 1400s. Europeans began selling and exchanging handmade greeting cards, including Valentine's Day cards. What I love, though, is that if you go through the dates a little bit enough, you'll notice that a lot of it is just for the history of the Postal Service. I think because it might be a lot to get into the nitty gritty of specifically greeting cards. So they had to mix it up with the much larger history of the Postal Service. It's part of a grander story. It's part of a grander story. It's part of a wider quilt, a gorgeous quilt of post getting to your home, whether it's a brand new saddle for that beautiful pony or a card that says, I've made it to Oregon one way or another. These are pioneer cards, folks. I made it to Oregon. Send pemmican. 
love Nathaniel. Mm, Nathaniel J. Pemmican. <laughs> he, invent- he invented the stuff, and he's still asking his family for it. Because his mom just uses the right amount of cranberries or gooseberries or lingonberries or whatever the fuck berries they lived near at the time. Matt and buffalo meat. I'm, d- I'm just saying when you played o- Oregon Trail, and I- I'm not trying my best to not say Oregon, which I was told by a West Coaster is just the perfect way to spot a buffoon. When I played Oregon Trail, you just stocked up on pemmican and a couple bullets for your rifle, and you just fed off the animals and the pemmican and maybe threw in some citrus to avoid uh, scurvy. But everything else was was pretty much non-essential. That's all I have to say. And look, family members are going to break bones, and there are going to be people that steal wheels from your wagon in the middle of the night. But all you got to make it to Sioux Falls, and then eventually you can just, you know, get that all back again and then insert next army fort that you're going to get to um trying to remember the basics of oregon trail here and then you'll be all good i played a version that was made during halloween like years ago called oregon trail o-r-g-a-n and it's to avoid zombies <laughs> what does that organ is that just did they just take the the e out of or- oregon yep and they and they basic oh and instead of an o there's an a at the end so organ like Oh, oh Oregon do, Trail. Oh, or, oh. Yeah, like Oregon Trail. Oh, yeah, because it's cute. all like I get it's that. all it's no longer getting to the state. It's all about just avoiding zombies. But you're in a car now. I, it didn't translate as well as Oregon Trail. Is that one of those things like Nevada, Nevada? Like there's a way to say it within the state, and everyone outside the state just screws it up. I think so, and it's it's one of those personality quirks uh, of fairly unpleasant people. I think you know when you say when you correct people about the pronunciations, and we do it too. I say that from. Do we have any New Jersey ones? I mean, I'm sure I, I know I speak with a weird New Jersey accent once in a while. I fall into it, but I'm trying to think if there are words I, I correct people on or, or don't cor- say correctly when I'm talking. I'm just getting so tired of people from outside of New Jersey still calling us Nova Cesaria. I don't know how to explain to them that it is no longer the 1650s. We don't say it like that anymore, guys. It Speak with the, with the major English. And I would never say that in any other case, but it's just don't throw your damn Latin at me, okay? Okay, that's the only time when it's inappropriate. I swear. It's all Lenape land anyway. So who who are we fooling? One way or the other. Absolutely, a hundred percent. We we came and stole it and then made it all up. So you know, fuck any name. Uh, it's uh, we. Oh, there is one card in this historical card collection that I did want to bring up, and it comes from the Wikipedia page of Greeting Card. Because while they weren't so hot on the actual grammar or history, what I did love was if you go to the Wikipedia page for Greeting Card and go under History, they show you a very or not very early, but a, a Uh, early 20th century, or I guess it's mid 20th century. It's a get well card from 1949. And it has a child sitting on a couch winking with a book or or a a barca lounger winking with a book. And it says the phrase in very nice script, how is the convalescent? (laughs) Which that's how you know it's dated, folks. When we're using words like convalescent still to describe a sick individual that we wish for them to get well. Yeah, that card is for presumably the child who is sick who naturally Mm. would be familiar with and appreciate someone using the word convalescent this card this is a big thing that we've come up against dan and i'm happy i I have you with me to take this journey who are the cards for because this is not for a child no child responds to the word convalescent ever i i I imagine that this is probably this little girl on the front, for those that are seeing this Wikipedia page in the history, this this young child who is 
suffering from an illness. I imagine they are a comic book character of this era because it is so common to have that a mascot of the greeting guard company or just a popular pop culture icon of the time that has been lost to our modern era. I don't know. They sort of have a haircut not unlike... Pippi Longstockings-ish? It's like a Pippi Longstocking, but she also looks a little bit like Lucy from Peanuts characters. Yeah, you're right. And and it's not Lucy, but I didn't know if maybe there is another comic book strip, comic strip from the newspapers in which this individual would be a part of. And then this would just be given to any sick person, regardless of their age, because convalescence a lot to ask of a four-year-old. Unless... And this goes back to the to the era. Maybe they just spoke better than we did. I wouldn't be surprised if a four-year-old had a better vocabulary than me, a 30-year-old, in the year 2022. Yeah, maybe we're the dum-dums, and they thought, how do you not know the word convalescent, you troglodyte? Yeah, they didn't have every Grand Theft Auto game to ruin their brain the way it did me. So they, mm. they're able to still have a beautiful vocabulary. So I I don't know if they, maybe they just kind of know. But I don't know who it's for other than that. And then convalescent, doesn't that imply, uh, I don't want to say a harsh uh, illness, or but, but a condition that needs to be watched. So it's not like you have like a summer cold or anything like that. I don't have the it? dictionary in front of me as per normal, but I... Was gonna I say. Yeah. What am I doing? It's your only this? job. It's my only job. I I think convalescent just implies you're getting better from an illness. So so convalescent mm. is the illness has passed or is on the wane, but you still have to stay in bed or do something. It, convalescent, in my mind, brings mostly like James Kahn from Misery. Like he's broken his leg and his leg is not in danger, but he can't move, you know, for the next couple of weeks. And then that we could talk about Misery on another podcast. But but uh, I do like that movie. And that's what I think convalescent means. And that's the end of my story. And those, are, and those are two things I didn't want it to end. Those are two things that were wonderful. Those, that's a great movie. He was a convalescent. Next time he next time he should write the ending to the book properly. Um, uh, then he won't get his uh, ankles. What, what, was that, what was that called when you put your ankle between those two things? Oh, uh, hobbled, right? Yeah, you, next yeah. time you won't get your ankle hobbled so bad. Just just listen. Just listen. Then you'll, you won't have that happen to you. Yes, this uh, this card was very interesting when I saw it because it was just the, the concept of calling someone a convalescent from a greeting card. Because as we've said before... Uh, at least to some extent, with these greeting cards, it's a lot about, you know, speaking to the person and giving that message across. And there's something that's so clinical sounding about the word convalescent. Maybe it was said a little bit not as uh, not as clinical in a different time, but it certainly felt like it when I read it there. Yeah. Very, very odd. Yeah, we're definitely going to have to go through the rest of this website another time, though, because while I'd love to today, there's just so many good points. There's an awards for the Greeting Card Association. We'll get there later. There's a marketplace. There's a workshop and a retreat. Where has this been all of our lives? And by all our lives, I mean the five episodes that we both completely forgot to look up if there was a Greeting Card Association. Yeah, I liked. I noticed it was .org. So it is it is an organization. This isn't just a fly by night snake oil salesman hawking his wares on the worldwide web no. this is this is a group of dedicated people to the greeting card but drinking this website will cure baldness headaches asthma and diphtheria all at once oh yeah and it's got just enough laudamum in it that it just really makes everything feel good tasty stuff there <laughs> yeah this is a this is a fantastic place we're definitely going to spend some more time in here in the going in the going days mm-hmm. but um 
Yes. So it did begin with the ancient Chinese who exchanged messages of goodwill and Egyptians who used papyrus scrolls to send greetings. Now I'm interested in seeing what either an ancient Chinese or Egyptian greeting card looked like, because I'd like to know if they were more about the message or about funny images, because so far those are the two things we've seen a lot of and I think we'll just see more of. And I'd love to see if that if that changed over time. Am I remembering incorrectly or do we also credit Chinese culture with giving us what is essentially modern day paper. Am I remembering that incorrectly? I believe that is the case because I know I've heard papyrus first, as this paragraph tells us, papyrus was first used heavily in ancient Egypt, but modern paper as we know it today, like pulp paper, I believe was from ancient China, but do not quote me on that. I, we'd have to look that back up. Well, so. if true, and let's assume that we're correct, as as, as previously established gods of this this realm. If, Pure deities. Man, if, if Egypt had papyrus and China had paper and they both started the greeting card craze, they really cornered the market on messages uh, uh, <laughs> on on square on rectangular flimsy squares like no one else could hold a candle to those two those two cultures. They knew ex they knew exactly what they were doing the minute they did it. They knew that that was going to be the next step because like look you can write your damn farm inventory on whatever you want or drafts to go to whatever war you have to go to. You can just scream that from a big horn. But greeting cards you need a flimsy piece of paper for that. You can't write that on cuneiform on a slab of clay. It doesn't it doesn't hit the same as the young kids would say or it hits different or whatever. I'm not young, so stop looking at me like that. What I'm saying is you need something flimsy that will go with our rubric that we've created in this universe as the gods of it, which is fridge to garbage. It Everyone has that in their worlds, and you need to have a flimsy piece of paper for that. Have you ever tried to put a clay tablet on a fridge? It doesn't work, no matter how many magnets you put on it. At the same time, you know, our people are writing happy birthday messages with gigantic stone slabs. That's the best that we could do, or, or chiseling them. No one no one thought of a simpler way to do it. But God bless these, these cultures that came along and said, you know, you could do this a lot easier. <laughs> On the following sources. Do you mean by our culture? Do you mean the ancient Mesopotamians? Like I was thinking. I was. I was. Th what's the uh, uh, Hibernians? I guess the Irish. The the, the ancient oh, Irish culture. Yeah, the yeah, Celts. Yeah, yeah. The the Britons. Yeah. I don't even know if they were writing anything. I just assume everything was like a lyrical ballad with like a with like a beautiful harp or, or something like that. Like they even like it was nice, but it was also fleeting because there just wasn't another. Or or it was a nice drum. Like, hmm. just, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of it in like a limerick fashion or something like that. Like it's sort of even they didn't even get to the point of thinking, hey, if we write this down, you could see it for more. You can enjoy it for longer than a few seconds. You could uh, <laughs> you could just sing it. Kind of, I, basically, I want to get, uh, you know, if we're talking Hibernians, I want them to uh, to have credit for inventing singing telegrams, which is a, a beautiful history that would be nice. That <laughs> yeah. they have. And what a dubious comparison is Egypt and China can say we invented writing on paper and the greeting card. And then along comes us and say, well, you wouldn't have singing telegrams without <laughs> us. So who are the real heroes here? Yeah. Remember, let's talk about the big industries here. Singing telegrams. How are you, you going to go about without it? Someone coming to you at your office for 
slightly older men dressed up like barbershop quartets singing you, let me call you sweetheart, I am in love with you. And they all got to sing just like that, transatlantic voice. Ice cream. Ice cream. I don't know how the rest, <laughs> ice cream. I don't know how the rest of it goes. I've only seen the Music Man twice. All I remember from Music Man is basically Goodnight Ladies. That's basically my only, and then it goes to Pick a Little, Talk a Little. Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah of yeah. course. Good night, ladies. That's the lady. We're going to leave you. To leave you. Imagine, now. imagine if that was society. Like that's all that happens is just people sing, sing, talk to each other like that. That is why we have both the Chinese and Egyptian cultures to thank, and the industries to thank for the creation of papyrus for greeting cards. So we never have to do that. Our voices are yeah. saved. Bobby, you've got a card, don't you? I do. Excellent switch. Yes, it was my turn to bring a card. So this was another card. I found a small bonanza around Mother's Day because I was in a store and I thought this is the perfect opportunity to do a bit of a harvest. And so this is one I found. I almost did it for Mother's Day, but I picked, as you remember, the card. You do that for me. Thanks so much because I was utterly baffled by it. And this one also made me do a double take, but in a different sort of way. So Dan, just to confirm, as always, you have never seen this card before. I have never seen this card before. And the way I know is because I was pleasantly surprised when I opened up the email that Bobby sent the card by way of sending the card, which, by the way, if you are listening to this episode now, you can see on our Instagram and Twitter page, the card will be right there and you can look along with us. But as I'm looking at the PDF file you sent, I can see the face of the individual on the front of the card peeking out at me. And I sort of did a jump back when I first opened the email. I was a little bit like, ah, I did not didn't know you were there. Sorry. I'll come back later. So, um, yeah, well, you, you've you've already taken a peek then. That that was a bit of a, a, a sneak peek. So uh, I do yeah, apologize. Go ahead and take a look at the first. <laughs> go ahead and take a look at the first page, I guess. I think I think I put down three in the scan. So take a look at the first page. And I just want to hear okay. your initial impressions. All right, folks, real time opening the card right now. And all right, we'll get started from the very top. Uh, just want to. <laughs> all right. Oh boy, this is this is my kind of night. This is my this is my kind of Father's Day. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty here. So, we find ourselves. I'm going to paint a word picture salad for you individuals who decided to not log into the Instagram and Twitter and just are going to go completely on our words. Uh, good riddance to you. Here we go. Sweet dreams are made of this. It is a woman. It is an individual uh, with g- gender doesn't matter necessarily in this case. It is a it is an individual who is seaside by a large body of water. I'm going to presume ocean and you'll know why in just a little bit. They are smiling. They have fine sun kissed skin and they are holding mm. in their hands, their head and both shoulder blades some sort of of seafood creature some sort of aquamarine life form wildlife th- I guess. wildlife that they have decided to drapes upon their person elegantly i would say we'll get to that in a minute but to further along my word description there is what appears to be a snapper or oh this goes right back into us not knowing about fish from episode one it's- <laughs> <laughs> we can't escape ourselves we can't escape ourselves. We all become ourselves after a while. It's a it's a reddish fish on the left. In her, in their right hand is a flatter fish. Uh, might be a flounder. Don't quote me on that. 
Two types of squid on each shoulder blade. One looks a little bit darker than the other. The more one's a dark red, another's more of like a tan color, sort of a beige. And it's kind of cut off by the card, but you can sort of see where, how do I explain this? Where like pigtails might be on one's head in their hair. There instead are two draping over lobster claws or crab claws bordering this individual's face. And they are smiling like they've just won the seafood buffet. Yeah. I mean, I could could not have said it better or worse, really, than, than you just put it. But it was great. I was in a, Bobby knows this, I was in a sketch comedy troupe in New York for a short amount of time called Seafood Mayhem. And oh, yeah. this is nearly the definition of seafood mayhem. I would call this, <laughs> I would stand by what I just said and say it's seafood elegance. Because the individual, if if I'm not projecting too much or anything like that, uh, appears to be sitting very confidently. Um, regally, I'd even go so far as to argue. And they seem to be proud of the poseidon bounty that they are presenting to the cart which in fairness to them is a, is a healthy bounty you've got a couple of dinners in there and even a few snacks in between i'd say yeah and first of all let me say seafood mayhem was wonderful i i i missed the sketch shows that you were in so they were they did some great stuff Thanks, are there Bobby. videos of that up anywhere there or, are or, some or stuff there? on youtube if you look up seafood okay. mayhem on youtube just um try to avoid all of the advertisements for seafood restaurants that i think are no longer open anymore in all different parts of the coastal united states and you'll find our stuff or ask me i could point you to it uh dm me on instagram and twitter <laughs> what street corner do you normally hang out on dan in case the people want to go find i'm you? anywhere in madison square park so start at the <laughs> Italy because i'm probably looking at how overpriced the cotton candy grapes are again and then get on down near the shake shack i'm not buying anything from the shake shack but i am hanging out where all of the seats are mm. i mean Italy is good but but i don't think it's I don't think it's scandalous to say that they are charging some interesting prices for a lot of the stuff. It's a hefty price for their stuff. In fact, I wouldn't even want to know getting it to the cart. I wouldn't want to know what they would charge for any of this fine seafood here. I feel like it would be you'd be paying way out of pocket for it. So I figured this out fairly recently. When you get to the last page of the card, I'm going to bring this all together. So bear with me while I lay the seeds of of a larger theme. I, I spotted this card. And thought, this is so strange, I have to take a closer look at what's inside and and so on. But it didn't occur to me until days after I bought this card that you can't get wildlife like this to sit still. So Mm. either this person has fairly realistic imitations of of marine life on top of them for for the benefit of the photo, or these are dead sea creatures (laughs) that this person was forced to support while the photographer was taking this photo i do not know which one is more plausible i was curious what you thought but thinking about it that way this this card takes on a whole new meaning oh no you know the world of (laughs) photography and very specifically food photography is such a wild ruse when i found out that ice cream used in advertisements is mashed potatoes and a couple of other nightmare answers to what that food is. Oh, that's right, because it won't melt underneath the lights, yeah. right? Mashed potatoes won't melt. Exactly. And and they probably have also at this... I, I remember hearing that years ago, and there at this point, there might be some plastic equivalent nowadays or something. I have no idea. But just knowing how many lies are being presented to me on the sides of buses and inside subway advertisements every single day rattles me to my core. So I would not be surprised if plastic examples of every one of these fine marine life creatures existed for one to take fine photographs of like this individual right here having said that 
considering the budget these greeting cards have, I'm going to guess that they just bought some stuff at a fish market and this person <laughs> just took a funny photo with some dead sea animals, some dead seafood. Because I think another thing to point out, these all look like fish that you would buy at a fish market. They're not holding a hammerhead yes. shark. They're, they're, these no, are... there's no barracuda here or, or anything a little more exotic. This is right. all food this, in some way or another. This appears to be the kind of fish one buys for a seafood dish. We've got squid. We've got a flounder-looking thing. Again, we're really good at defining fish here at Greetings, the Greetings Card <laughs> Podcast. It's our modus operandi. And then we've got crustacean, good-tasting crustacean. So I wouldn't be surprised if whether this was for the greeting card or this was one of those things that someone submitted a photo to a greeting card company however it works we still don't know yet because we haven't done the research and never will but mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if this was like a fun vacation trip someone took to you know the key west or i don't know like a, a fun uh sea that will be revealed later in case you're curious Ooh. The, the, the location will be revealed okay so or or what i can approximate the location to be perfect so, okay yeah. i love that so so not having seen that yet i want to guess that this was a photo from that town or region and they were like let's make a greeting card out of it but the initial photo was hey you know be fun <laughs> cover me in food <laughs> cover me in dead food and then take a photo of it. I just like imagining some company uh, freelance photographer submitted a budget and he said, I need $200 for domestic travel. I need I need airfare and I need $300 for seafood because I, I'm going to need it for this card. And the greeting card company said something along the lines of, look, we're happy to give you a food per diem. It's just 300 And then you were very specific with seafood. It just seems a little off. And the photographer went, I have an idea where I'm going, it's going to make perfect sense. Just please believe me. Do you think the card company, because I like to believe that he got, that the photographer got all of this and then came back up with one photo for one greeting card. Do you think it was worth it for them to have sent the photographer having done that? I am hoping that you're right, that this was the only photo he took. They sent him down to collect dozens and dozens of images. And he said, I found it though. It's over. No, you don't I, understand. This, this is the one. Like you could, you can Google like photos of, hermit crabs or something like that but you'll you'll never know what 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 value this has this poor lady i didn't even pay her to take the photo i just paid for her lunch uh and 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 this person is also sitting in a in a nice looking wooden chair it's only a clip of it but it appears to be a wooden chair which tells me that this is at an establishment unless they brought a wooden chair out to like the seashore for them to sit on i it makes me think that this was done at a restaurant, they were like, listen, would you mind doing this? We'll get you a free cheesecake or key lime pie. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Yeah, so they so you're right. Either it's at a restaurant or they, they took a chair from somewhere and put it basically three feet from the edge of the, the, the water. That's what I'm thinking. Because it, it, it's got a very seaside view. It looks like in some sort of bay. There's a ship in the background. It's a little little fuzzy, but you can sort of see that. The individual in question is dressed for summer, I could argue. Like, there, it's it's very summertime festive, but in a way that's a little bonkers because they're covered in meat. It, it's, yeah. it, does this translate? Sea meat. Sea meat. Oh, I don't know why I don't like that at all. Sea meat. I, I know why you don't like that. It's horrifying. No, you understand. I I still appreciate you so so much for bringing because I I wouldn't have even thought of it. And see me now gets to live rent free in my head. I know the kids say that now. This if you had done this with cuts of beef, they wouldn't have they wouldn't have bought the photo. They would have been like, "That's disgusting. Get out." But there's something about it being seafood that it makes it hilarious, right? Well, to be to be analogous, you would have had to have draped this woman in 
small lambs or <laughs> or, or guinea pigs. No, that's true. It had it'd have to be like whole dead chickens or like <laughs> or like like rabbits with the fur still on. Not to get too gruesome, but that's that that's just what we're looking at here. It's a it's a whole folks, it's it's whole uncut squid just sitting there, their bodies lagging over the shoulder blades of this person. It the more you look at it, the more you realize, oh lord, this is this is grody. Uh, and 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 they're gonna have to clean that uh that fine summer piece as well that fine summer clothing because it's it's not gonna smell just right. No, it's gay. Yeah, the, the, everything about this front front of the card indicates a shower is is pretty near in the future. It is. It's gonna have to be a, or, or a dunk in the ocean. But that that sounds like that might just make things worse. You're gonna have to really get some conditioner in there. Also, because the crustaceans on top of their head, because we can't see it, but you just know it's there. Oh man, that's yeah. I do not like even when I'm like preparing fish. I don't like the smell of it. I will go out of my way to like get like a lemon, get the lemon juice on my hands just to get it off me as quickly as possible. Because I just oh really? I've never I haven't prepared that many seafood dishes, but I didn't know the smell. Of, of of the crustaceans specifically could could be so overpowered either or crustaceans or fish or, like it's just it's just enough to like you know gross me out a little it bit. really sticks it yeah. really sticks on you yeah, though. It's, yeah, hard, yeah, yeah. it's hard to get off once it's on if you don't do anything quick it can stick around so that's why i like to yeah. add like le- like because they say lemon juice is the best way to clean off your hands which this individual might need quite a bit of later so yeah this happened i hope they're well um we'll <laughs> wish them the best shall i go on to the next page yeah it's, and as you do i'll just say sure. for the listener's benefit i upon seeing this card, have no idea what on earth it could be celebrating, commemorating, or expressing sympathy for. So I had to open it up. So... (laughs) So the next page, in Times New Roman 12, black ink, just, just the, the absence of nothing just absolute like just the void of it didn't even go out of its way to have a fun font it's clearly times new roman written on microsoft word it just says it's all in the accessories exclamation point happy birthday and happy birthday doesn't get an exclamation point no the accessories of what a maritime warlord what what is the accessories like i am this okay if we are gods of this particular podcast this individual is the god of seafood available at the jersey shore like this is the (laughs) this is the deity you have a shrine to in the back in hopes that the fishermen come back with enough i don't know squid and lobster to make everyone satisfied through the memorial day holiday that they'll currently put orders in way too late what accessories for what for what occasion i I, i'm on your side though you know don't 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 hate the man who brought you the card just hate the card i don't know what the accessories that that's not a phrase that's common to birthdays no no one says accessorize on your birthday no bobby no, if anything, I think people say, like, it's my party and I'll do what I like. It's like the song, it's my bur- party and I'll cry if I want to. I've heard that a bunch of times. I've never heard the phrase, it's your party, don't forget to accessorize. It's like, no, I'm going to dress how the hell I want. It's my birthday. I'm going to yeah, come in and sweat. It's my birthday. It's my birthday. I'll dress as I please. Like, you know, you know that thing about birthdays that everyone forgets to do and it really breaks my heart is accessorize. You got to make sure you got the right bracelets. <laughs> Want to make sure that you've got the, the newest Rolex watch. You really got to look good on your birthday. Otherwise, you're shit. It's like, no, that's it, I've never heard this phrase before. And is is a lot of seafood on your head and your body a birthday thing? Because well, this card, this card only works 
I guess for a person who is very stylish and cares a lot about their appearance, particularly on their birthday, so you give it to someone who is perhaps a little vain or maybe the opposite direction, doesn't care a whole lot about appearance, but the the well-wish is... Happy birthday, dress nicely. Yeah, I don't know. Like, because you're, you're and right. And the card is belaying that point. I, I, again, I'm just, I'm just trying to walk this through verbally because I understand that that podcasting is a verbal medium, audio medium. So I'm doing my best. <laughs> one day we'll make this strictly like, paint a word. One picture. day we're going to make this just a Twitch show. We no longer have to talk. We can just go through and laugh at the cards, and then people can subscribe and give us money. And that will be. Yeah, I, I can't wait till we're just pure energy. Yeah, and people just tune in to hear a slight buzzing sound. I can't wait till we're just concepts. Like, if people think of us, then we'll show up. But the minute they don't believe we exist anymore then we're gone that'll be great that won't be complicated for us at all no it'll be fine you're right though like just the fact that it could be either one of those camps either the individual who puts a lot of effort into accessorizing and looking nice which there's nothing wrong with if that's your thing that's great or the individual who doesn't care so much about that on their birthday or any day and that's also fine and great but the fact that we can subscribe this to either individual like this could be a message for either one, either in the ironic or the unironic, it just means that this is for no one. You've yet again, Bobby, you currently have the congratulations on getting the blue ribbon yet again. You found a card that seems to be for nobody because then there's only a third avenue that makes sense here. And it's the person who find fish funny. And that's the only, <laughs> that's the third person. And I'm not saying fish aren't funny. They can be hilarious the way Starkist Tuna. That's my favorite cartoon character. But you, this is an individual just taking carcasses on their person. Again, like a warlord, like some kind of brutal conqueror of the maritime lands. And then it says it's all in the accessories. It's as if it's as if you've got a necklace of skulls on you. Yeah. Oh, God, I didn't even think of it that way. This is a massacre, depending on your point of view. And and I am enjoying because I didn't notice it until you pointed out that your cards, the ones you brought so far, are almost painfully specific. I'm thinking of Girls Night Out because that was just such... (laughs) A lovely card, but yeah. for such a strange occasion, and it was so specific. You couldn't get that card, just pick it up out of the, the Hallmark or wherever. You had to get it for a very specific event, and all mine are these nebulous, could be for anything, could be for nothing. You don't really have a choice. You could, you could use this however makes the most sense to you, and no one would fall I But I, I love that so much about the dichotomy we have so far, is that we have the ones that I bring that are like hyper-specific. You've got one time to use it, and that's it. And then the ones you've brought so far, which are incredible, you could put those in a drawer for 30 years and they'll make just as much sense uh, (laughs) celebration wise, culturally as the day you bought it. Like it doesn't it doesn't really change up. There's no using the word convalescent in your cards. They're absolutely designed to be as fresh as the day you bought it. They're like Twinkies, but they just they just stick around because this there's something so wild about the beginning of it which is very specific again covered in seafood and smiling at us i feel like this could go a lot of ways and then it just takes a a nosedive like king to cod six flags just a just a sheer drop into (laughs) white background black ink font and then times new roman just just i swear to god it just it this part looks like i printed it when i was in middle school making cards at home because we talked about homemade cards and that's great for someone who did it on their own but for a card company you had a couple of other ways to do this and you didn't do it and i don't know why you had all you you've you've shown me the demigod of seafood and then you've presented me none 
of the wonders of godship. None of the thrones of Olympus in front of me. What has happened? Wow, that was beautiful. I'm just mad. That's all. I'm just just. These are starting to. <laughs> these are starting. We're at, we're at episode five. We're in episode five, and it's already getting on my damn nerves. Dan's hands are shaking. God, I, there's like there's like pustules like forming on my hands. Am I okay? I feel like I'm breaking out in hives. Because it's just because also it's like they give they give nothing. It's all in the accessories gets the exclamation point and happy birthday doesn't. And if I recall, happy cur- birthday is an afterthought. In this that's an a- happy birthday. That's what it is. That's an afterthought. It's more about the fish. It's like, hey, you know, it's all about the seafood. Happy birthday. That's what it is, is why I want you to focus more on the image on top itself, which oh, just just seeing the squids. I, which one of these fish are the most unsettling to look at, Bobby? For me, it's just the squids over the shoulder. I don't. I like it, but I also... Wait, you bought this thing? Oh, oh, oh yeah, I bought it. Oh, yeah. For, I for the listeners... I, 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 for, I keep it. For the listeners, we had a we had a little bit of a... Not an unsung rule, but more of a guideline where there would be no need to actually buy the card. We could just take a photo of it cladistinely or cladistinely at a Dwayne Reed or wherever we were. But Bobby just pulled out the damn card. You bought this? Oh, yeah. You gave them money? I Look, you know... Some cards you see and you you have to remember that they happen. There are certain things in this world that happen to you and you have to remember that you are here for a finite amount of time and you have to remember things have consequences. And that's what this card was to me. In truth, we should probably end up doing that. Maybe I'll print out the ones that I didn't buy, but I did take photos of and we'll have a scrapbook or a mural as a grim reminder of what could have been. But we avoided ourselves by giving it the old Bobby and Dan review, but as a reminder of, of this world that we constantly dive into. So, And don't get me wrong, I stole a lot of stuff from that Twain Reed, but just not this card. Look, I'm sorry I yelled. I'm just, if anything, I, I think you did the right thing by actually supporting this industry that I that we both decided would be uh, a fun to lampoon on this podcast. Whereas I... Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, we don't have to make a hard and fast rule right now. It just happened to be I bought this one, and, and maybe next one I'll just, you know, b- pop into my, uh, my, my little bag and then... You know, I'll get into trouble and I'll have to reveal the podcast and then we'll get shut down because I stole a, I stole a card from from the Dwayne. Maddie would maybe, probably maybe Maddie would probably bail you out, though. Right. I mean, she won't be happy yeah. about it, but, you know, well, you know, yeah, it's not I'd like to keep my personal life out of this, out of this podcast. <laughs> Newlyweds. Uh, so <laughs> let's, I'm going to go down to the last page now. Um, I'm both mad. Now, as you're looking at this, okay. let me just say mm-hmm. this. This took me by surprise. I want to see if you spotted what I did. So you don't have to look for very long, but this was just, I was just taking a picture as per normal of the back of a card, but take a couple seconds. Just look, tell me if you see anything abnormal and then I'll point out to you what I saw. Okay. So I will do just that. So I'm going down to the last page now and okay. It is your mean potatoes looking so far. Uh, back of a card. It's got the two barcodes on the bottom left and bottom right. Please recycle on above one of the uh, barcodes. And then in the center, for our attention, where the logo is, it says Palm Press. And then it is two palm trees. And then below it, it says the words Palm Press again. Um, and then it says, oh, okay. And then there's a little blurb where much like in a book, it has like the copyright and where the photography was. It gives photography credit. Uh, Stay with us, dear listeners. It says photograph, uh, not circa. What does that, what does that mean? Certified? Copyright. Oh God, I'm an idiot. All right. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus. Couldn't get that, Dan. Photograph copyright 2010, Corey Arnold. Then it says in italicies, Language barrier while instructing Greek subject to hold up seafood. I saw that 
days after I picked up this card, <laughs> and I thought, oh no, this is like a, a snuff film. They this, didn't know what they were doing. This is so... Oh, it's just... All right, I'm going to say it again and just go on. So, again, it's language barrier while instructing Greek subject to hold up seafood. Copyright Palm Press Incorporated 2019, Edison, New Jersey. That says the zip code. www.palmpressinc.com. Designed in the USA, printed in China. So, <laughs> is that the name of the photograph? Because it's italicized, which in I recently learned this in the art world. That normally indicates photography or artwork. That normally indicates that that is the title of the photograph that is what if it was in a gallery is that is that what it is i thought that this was maybe a legal disclaimer to say just we have to tell you that the subject did not understand why we were putting <laughs> fish on top of them no no look, look i don't know that's the thing is i i i know that from the art world and i don't even know how true that is all the time so don't at me on the social medias if i'm wrong but i just know in a lot of cases the italicized i think i learned this from artnet the italicized words after the title of the author or sorry the artist is the title of the work itself i don't know what the rules are for greeting cards maybe they had to do that like you just said bobby maybe that's right on the nose maybe it was a legal thing maybe that was a note but if it was a note for the photographer to the company why would they print it this is Corey arnold what are you up to my man maybe you're right maybe it is the title but if it has the cadence of uh, please sign these papers indicating you did not save itchy and scratchy. You know. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. This was Corey Arnold's I Have to Go, My Planet Needs Me. <laughs> but how awful if if it's the title of the photo, fine. But how awful if this poor woman was just, just sitting and they said, can we take your picture? Yeah. And she understood that. And then they started covering her in fish. And she said, what are you doing? And they said, we don't speak Greek. And then they took photos <laughs> So she said, so she, she was politely saying, this is weird. Why are you doing this? And the photographer said, I don't speak Greek. Click. And then that that's the, and then, and then, and then, and then then had them sign a non-disclosure agreement, maybe also not in Greek, gave them $150 and said, all right, we're going to go now. Bye. But I, I I also indicate like that to me, I, I saw that as. This individual was asked by the photographer to hold on to all this seafood and they didn't know <laughs> they didn't know what they meant. So they just started putting it on their shoulders and head. But I can. Oh, like they kind of got it, but they didn't. They didn't well, they fully were, they grasp it. Maybe, maybe they were being funny themselves and they were just being like, oh, OK, well, let me you know he's a photographer. Maybe he kind of explained. But then he also said language barrier. So I don't know. We don't have enough information. This is not enough info. What was the language barrier? Did they speak? Was this an English to Greek situation where they didn't know exactly what you wanted, but maybe they were just having fun with it? Was the language barrier that you did not um, describe that you were going to cover them in seafood? Because that's some bullshit. And I'm going to now this card has taken a much grimmer and uh, no longer supportive uh, point of view. But um yeah, now just the fact that they had to print that on the back. Language barrier while instructing Greek 
subject greek well i guess that's a term in photography but it's just mm-hmm. i didn't like the term subject like i don't know again this goes back to greek specimen well y- exactly well this goes back to uh, my problem with uh, convalescent I-, I think there's just some words to describing humans that make me i don't know about uncomfortable it just seems again very clinical like you're talking about them like it's some kind of study it's like just say person it's perfectly fine they're right there in the card they're right there on the seashore covering themselves in fish for your dumb greeting card project Corey. Because you couldn't make it in an art studio. I'm sorry. Backing away from the camera. Backing away. He's gone. I'm not gone. I'm just... Wait. He's he's back. I'm, I'm not gone, but I'm forgotten. Uh... Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gone, but I'm certainly forgotten. I'm not gone, but I am forgotten. <laughs> I But I don't want to forget this person. Because looking, looking at the photo again, going back to the front of it... There is this sort of sly smile where they might be a little uncomfortable with this whole situation because it hasn't been explained to them fully. I I don't know, Bobby. You've thrown a real. This is this is a wrench. This is a real. This is a real hullabaloo. I didn't think we'd ever get to this in the greeting card world. I thought this card was simply weird when I picked it up, but then I read the back. Like I said, not noticing it. When I don't want to make it sound like I did this on purpose. I did not. That changed the whole timbre of the card for me because then it just took on this almost colonialistic aspect (laughs) yeah this this feels like this card didn't mean to take advantage but it had to admit at the end it kind of did like it it had to admit advantage might have slightly been taken on this to quote greek subject who was kind enough to pose for this photographer but did they did not know i can't we just i don't i don't want to dive too much into hypotheticals because again Corey Arnold, you didn't give us enough information. I, I'm begging no. you, if you can hear our voices, please defend yourself on our podcast. I know it's early on. You probably will never hear this, but we're begging you. What went on here? We're not saying you did anything wrong specifically, but you didn't You didn't paint a very uh, uh, innocent pallor for us on the back here. Uh, we need answers, damn it. I just we need, uh, but yours, you know, it could be also maybe more power was with the subject. We don't know. Maybe they said, okay, do something with the fish, and she just stared dead at the camera and just started putting the fish on her. And they said, no, 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 that's not what we mean. And she just kept going. Oh, so sure, there's, that's, there's some power that could be taken. That's back. what I love about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, and and honestly, if that was the case where they were like they they were so broad in their instructions, which they might have been, uh, in in the realm of uh stock imagery and greeting card photos, to say do something with it. They, this individual could have done something a little bland and held it out like a sort of cornucopia of fish. Or they could have done something exactly like this. Or they could have done something very funny, which is what they did. And I like it a lot, which will, in fact, be a part of my rating. Which do we want to go into that now? Yeah, absolutely. I'd like to hear what you think first. Okay. So on the grand scale, a lot of people know our scale currently is from any part of the fridge to the garbage can. And then we also have normally a third option that we like to put in there if a card deserves it. And I am going to put this card. Okay. My rating completely relies on further information and I'll explain. So it gives two answers. (laughs) If we learned that this individual on the front of the card is doing exactly what they want to do. And the translation error was they said, Oh, do something, whatever you want. And they draped it over them. Like it was a gown at the gala. I would honorably put this on the freezer top of my fridge. So like when the freezer is on top, I would put that card square in the center in the freezer door and it would stay there for as long as it possibly could. I want it. Wow. I want it to be at eye level because I think if they took the power 
And they were like, we're going to have fun with all of these dead animals. And we are going to make the most of what could be looked at by some as gruesome and by others as a little unhygienic. Then, God damn it, we're going to go all the way. I want to celebrate you. And I'm going to celebrate this card um, by putting it on the front of the freezer. Thanks, Palm Press. If we learn that they kind of made this person do that, I don't like that at all. Yeah, this is this is going to go right in the recycling. I'm, I'm going to enjoy it for the time someone gives it to me. I'm going to be polite and thank them. But I think this might be a, a straight in the old uh, recycling bin for me. Wow. OK, so if if we're going with your optimistic view, this is the farthest apart would be on a card. But if we're going with your pessimistic one, it's the closest because mine, pretty much regardless of whether the subject was empowered by this by this session was I would be baffled by this card, maybe keep it for a day if it's a birthday card and then it would probably go in the recycling after that so this is the lowest one i think i've given this far was our first one which i think was this sits atop the trash for a couple days for me to just think about it this one i have to say just everything about it i it rubbed me wrong and i (laughs) i i would look at it i'd I'd be befuddled i'd laugh perhaps and then a day later i'd just say okay i'm done right yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, there is something very unsettling about all of the the fish on the body, just sort of the the smiling the way it is. It's it's all cheerful up until the the surrounding by seafood corpses around you. So I understand where you're coming from, where it is a little unsettling. But I would say that if I knew that the power was on the subject in question, <laughs> and I knew that they were having fun with it, then this absurdity is up right up my alley i Mm. I sort of know yeah it could there there is a world where i could like you said 10 years from now i could i could see this card in a drawer and and lmao as as the kids say oh my Um, god i'm so glad thank you for censoring yourself and not doing an lmfao because we don't like the fuck word in this podcast no i we won't we won't tolerate it and we, we we won't um repeat ourselves after saying we won't tolerate it so i'll stop right here continue okay we're not gonna do we won't we won't repeat it and we also won't repeat it and we wait fuck oh wait what i'm trying to say dan is that we are not gone but we are forgotten that's what i want we're not (laughs) greetings the greeting card podcast we're not gone but we are forgotten that will be our tagline i but yeah i this this absurdity speaks to me i i want i want two answers what's their name Corey arnold i want two up i want two answers out of them (laughs) Did this individual have the power to put the fish on them if they pleased? And did you eat the fish right afterward? If both of those are not the answers I want, meaning they did not have the power and we didn't eat the food, we threw it right away. This card's going in the trash because two things I will not stand for. Not giving the subject the power to do what they want on the camera and also wasting food. Not a good idea. Seafood's very expensive right now. So I'm going to have to, Bobby, if, if it does not go my way, then I'm going to be right with you on the rating scale for this card. So Corey Arnold... The ball's in your court. Get at us. We don't care how because we are gone. We are not gone, but we are forgotten. So remember us. Send us a card. So and so will be and so will be your card. That is a threat. Some people say, "Oh, is that a threat?" It is. <laughs> It'll be forgotten. Corey, sir or madam or MX, have you no shame or pride? Depending on what answer you give, it could be either. <laughs> I want you to have neither. I want you to just have void. I don't want you to feel anything after having done this. 
by far the most contentious episode we've had so far. And you I have, think that's saying something. I want to congratulations, Bobby. This is the first card that's really made my blood boil. This is uh <laughs> this is great. I can't wait for more of these. You've uh we've both found avenues of cards, like you said. You get the ambiguous, I get the hyper specific, and I think they tickle us in just a way that I think this will be really good for a balance. But oh boy, yeah, that'll man, I don't know if it's the constant 90 degrees to 60 degrees around here or what, but I feel like I need to go take a walk or something. I'm worried I've peaked. But we'll see, I guess, next no, time we bring No, no, no. And, and, we'll and if we've peaked, then we're going to go into the valley, and then we're going to peak right again. It's going to be like an uncomfortable mountain range. We're just going to keep on going. Uh, real quick, out of all the fish that you would eat in this uh, photo, which one would it be? Oh, yeah. I didn't answer that before. Uh, I, I stalled. <laughs> I... Th- I'd probably go with the lobster, because mm. I... Oh, it's not it's not an everyday thing, but I, like, I know I like lobster, whereas... Uh, I never really had flounder or the other fish, which I can't identify. And I've only ever had really calamari mm. as a squid food. So I don't know if I've ever had a dish. I couldn't say I'd enjoy any prep, but pretty much any way I could eat a lobster, I'd probably enjoy. I what joined, about you? I join you on the lobster dinner as well, because I feel like the other ones, while well, fish is a treat regardless, I feel like uh, lobster is the one you don't get. It's a special occasion uh, food. So mm-hmm. I feel like I would be with you and you and I could. Sea ha- spiders. According. <laughs> isn't that what they fed prisoners in Maine for many years? It was considered poor people <laughs> food and then someone said actually it's delicious if you butter it up it's if i re- if i recall correctly yeah that was basically the history of it is it was uh first ground into the dirt because they didn't think anyone could consume it but it made for a good fertilizer and then when they realized people could consume it it was often given to prisoners or it was food of the enslaved and then after that it became a delicacy i don't exactly remember if it started in europe or elsewhere but uh basically yeah after after people learned that but yeah sea cockroaches that's basically what they are only in america maybe only in america Gone, not gone, but forgotten. So that'll about do us here for this episode of Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast. Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we'll have those for you at the beginning of this episode. If you forgot, uh, go back and listen to it again. I'm not going to put it again. I'm only editing it at once. I, am I going to do all the work it, for you? It'll be the same, but you won't be the same. It'll be the same. You won't be. And you can already feel that. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>